When you're one week away from the Indianapolis 500-mile race, I mean, this is all you talk about. What's the level of impact that we're going to be seeing in Speedway? Uh, They have come a long way in rebuilding uh, that city. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. And, you know, your main story over there is Speedway is ready to show off uh, the new look. But let's start with some ideas of, of economic impact. I mean, the race is the race is this city, although they want to be more than just uh, the race, and I think that's the, the, the right maneuver. What are we expected to see, and what kind of crowd are you hearing about us seeing this weekend? Well, the numbers you're seeing uh, you know, on social media and uh, some other places, Tony, are in the neighborhood of 300,000 plus, which is uh, uh, technically wouldn't, uh, I don't think, be a sellout. I think they're talking 90% of the grandstands uh, have been sold uh, so far. But uh, I think it's going to be a great crowd. I think the buzz uh, seems to be back around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500. Uh, I was not at qualifying yesterday, but from everything I heard, there was a big crowd, one of the biggest crowds uh, some folks have seen in some time uh, for a qualification uh, day. So uh, so I think it's going to be substantial. And, uh, of course, everybody's got their fingers crossed. Everybody's looking at the weather forecast for the weekend. Hopefully that holds out as well. Yeah, the weather is looking pretty good. We're seeing mid-80s. We're seeing uh, no rain right now and hope uh, that it does indeed uh, stay uh, that way. But when you take a look at the city of Speedway and what they they started many years ago about, you know, seeing themselves outside of just uh, the race, what have been the moves and maneuvers? What has worked and what hasn't? And what is what is next to come for them and it, it, to to make their, if you will, uh, not trying to be crude, just making sure I'm saying it as close to properly as I can, their turnarounds complete? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I tell you, Tony, it's, to me, it's an interesting story. I've been around long enough, uh, long enough. I remember when they announced this big strategic vision to become more than just race day. They wanted to be a place uh, where people, a destination where, where visitors would come and visit and intentionally go to Speedway. Uh, you know, as I talked to a couple of the town uh, uh, counselors uh, for the story I did this weekend on the show, they said, you know, 20 years ago, you could shoot a gun uh, on Main Street and not hit anything. There was just not much going on there. That has changed dramatically. And it was this vision that really started in 2007. Lots of towns and cities put out uh, vision statements. Hey, we want to do this. We want to do that. What Speedway did that I think is impressive, there was opposition. I remember more than a few people did not think it was a good idea, did not think it would be successful. But Speedway and the leadership in the town, the town itself, residents, kind of rallied around this whole idea. And if you go to Speedway now and you walk up and down Main Street, you see a very different uh, picture. Uh, well, number one, you're going to see a lot of construction still going on in downtown Speedway. There are apartments and condos, uh, restaurants, new eateries, uh, craft beer, wine, uh, you name it. Uh, performance racing industry, PRI, just opened their uh, membership office, national membership office on Main Street in Speedway. And a little bit of breaking news, one project that hasn't uh, happened and it's been frustrating for a lot of people is the Wilshaw Hotel, a Hilton branded hotel. Right there, right, right there on yeah. the circle, right? Right there on on yeah. the roundabout. 
the roundabout, very visible. And folks who go by say, is that thing ever going to be complete? I learned uh, that over the weekend and uh, for my report that actually a closing is set for May 26 with a new company out of Atlanta to finish off that uh, what would be a tapestry by Hilton uh, branded hotel. So that uh, apparently is now going to move forward and be completed. So it has been a big, big turnaround in Speedway. And if you go out to 465, you know, uh, head on out to, to the interstate. Uh, Founder Square, I think, is a 50 or $60 million, uh, maybe more than that, development. Uh, that's kind of going to be the gateway, if you will, from the interstate coming into uh, the town of Speedway. Talking to Gary Dick, uh, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on Twitter at IIB. While this is all happening, uh, Governor Eric Holcomb is in Davos at the World Economic Forum. You know, when, when he does uh, some of these, these travels, I don't mind it. I, I never get upset by it. You want to talk up Indiana and bring opportunity into Indiana. Uh, this does not seem like that opportunity. What made him decide to go uh, on this trip? Well, my, my, my guess is, uh, again, it is the opportunity to be around uh, decision makers, high-profile folks, and to kind of spread the gospel, if you will, of doing business in Indiana. And I think that that is a main reason for that. This is an interesting week. You and I have talked about this Global Economic Summit uh, that actually starts this Thursday. So he's in uh, Davos for the uh, World Economic Forum uh, early in the week and later in the week comes home. And um, the first Global Economic Summit will be held downtown. They've capped attendance at that. It's the first one they've had. At 800 people, I think there are two dozen uh, ambassador-level uh, folks coming in for this. Uh, a lot of CEOs from around the around the globe, uh, some very high-profile CEOs as well. So, uh, and then you've got the race. So you talk about Indiana, Indianapolis in particular, Indi- Indiana in the global spotlight. I guess this week uh, will prove to be uh, uh, one for the one for the record books when it comes to that. Well, I just I, I think that. I don't know if people view going to Davos as something that really brings a lot of uh, solid, worthwhile attention uh, to, to Indiana. You and I may disagree uh, about that one uh, right there. As you are reporting, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, unemployment flat for the month of April. In Indiana, it's 2.2% uh, labor force participation at 62.6, higher than the national rate of 62.2. But uh, talk to me about what we're still seeing about finding workforce, finding uh, skilled uh, employees. And as we just saw, $5.5 billion from Hyundai going to build electric vehicles in Georgia, not Indiana. What do these numbers tell you? Well, the the, uh, the employment situation is not uh, changing uh, dramatically uh, in, in any way when it comes to companies. It's, it's, you sound like a broken record, but but companies across all industries continue to talk about the challenge in, in finding workers. Go to Elkhart County, for example. The unemployment rate in Elkhart County doubled, uh, I think, uh, in, uh, in February. February or March, the unemployment rate in Elkhart County doubled and it went up to just 1.9%. So, so that's full employment, uh, essentially. And you've got uh, the RV industry, which continues to roll despite uh, the, the inflation situation, the gas prices. 
uh, and you've got uh, a couple of companies that have uh, located uh, or announced big expansions up there. So Elkhart County is a great example. You can go to any corner of the state, and that that whole um, you know, workforce uh, issue is an issue. And you talk about uh, Hyundai. You talk about uh, when we did a couple of weeks ago. Talked about Intel choosing Ohio over Indiana. Everything I've been told is that big differentiator between Ohio and Indiana is that workforce piece. Indiana not being able to commit to uh, providing over time some 20,000 uh, employees a pipeline uh, to get that done. So it remains a big issue. It remains a giant issue that is going to start defining um, this administration and will be defining future administrations uh, to come, I, I think that we are just now really starting to understand exactly where the issue is, and and you know even going back to the words of Dave Ricks, not not saying that he's wrong uh, on the overall, just maybe wrong on whose job it is to solve this problem, even though there's plenty of room for a lot of people to work the problem. 